there, podcast explorers. Welcome to the Knoxville School and our exciting Tiger Talk podcast. Our podcast is all about amplifying the excellence happening right here every day at DNS. And we'll share some fantastic tips and tricks for school learning and making lots of new friends. Exactly. So put your listening ears on and get comfortable. And join us as we dive right into the excellence of the Knoxville School. Don't forget to subscribe and always remember, Tigers Together! All right, welcome back to another edition of Tiger Talk. We are joined today by one of our middle school teachers, Miss Cooper. Miss Cooper, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your teaching background? Hello. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, actually, being a creative writing teacher is my second chosen career. Um, I've only started teaching uh, middle school within the last couple of years. So this is my second year. The, Very interesting. Yeah. So what did you do prior to teaching? And- I was a social worker. Very nice. Yeah. Um, however, there was a creative writing position open for the sixth grade um, and middle school sixth graders are my people. So I yeah. thought, God bless you. <laughs> yes. So I thought <laughs> this is something I would love to try because I've always had a huge love of writing. Um, my history also includes writing for some different publications and so forth. So this was just an area that seemed like a, I don't know that it could naturally fit maybe. So, um, when the Tapota position was open, I went ahead and jumped on in and I love it. So well, it sounds like it was a perfect fit. You've been a Noakesville resident for a while. You've got students, you've got your own children yes. who attend. Yep. So. Yes. I have, uh, two boys that are in elementary school and one over at Brentsville high school. So my boys have been here since the, we've been Noakesville, um, TNS residents since the second grade, my boys were here so that now they're in fourth. So nice. Very nice. We love having them here. Yeah. Thank you. So we asked you here today to talk about a really cool activity that we had done earlier in the year. You, you did a creative Mm -hmm. writing collaboration with the library. Yes. Um, about we were doing, um, hooks and helping students come up with writing based on a hook. Yes. Do you remember where that came from? Well, trying to think of the origins of that conversation. We've had so many great collaborative experiences that I know it's hard to pinpoint when this one started. When I think it was, yeah, I think it was at some point in September and uh, we were just kind of getting to the framework and the bones of how to start, um, really strong writing. And one of the greatest ways to start off a strong piece is having a great attention grabber or a hook. Um, and then kind of when I think of hooks, I think of fishing and <laughs> rightfully so ponds. And so I just threw my random ideas out there to Miss Parrot. And man, we were lucky enough at that time to have a great intern. Mrs. Yes. Prosnuski was yes. with us too. Yep. So she and I worked together mm-hmm. to think about ways that we could get some hooks. And I had done an activity, gosh, when I was in eighth grade, it could have been seventh grade. I had the same language arts teacher two years in a row, but I remember being in Mr. Young's classroom and we all picked a piece of paper from a bowl. Mm -hmm. And that was the first sentence of our story. We had to write from there. Was it a fishbowl? Um, I'm just, well, I have to say I was totally intrigued because I would walk into the library and see the the baby pool with the fish and the hooks. So 
it, it all came full circle for me when I saw that as well. Yeah. So we took the idea of giving students, we decided to give them the hook and see what they could do. I think for a lot of kids, that initial blank page mm-hmm. and staring at the blank page is really hard. Yes. Do you see a lot of that? I do. Um, which is why when we have writing prompts, typically before when the class initially starts, we have, um, so, so when we start off class, sorry, we have, um, a writing prompt typically as soon as they come in the classroom. So oftentimes when they're just looking at the picture, they don't really know where to go with it. And so often I make sure that I have a sentence starter or an idea of where I chose to start it. And that kind of gets them thinking outside the box a little bit about where they can go with it. And that is a big obstacle in writing. I mean, I remember teaching elementary for years. It was just start. I don't care where you start, just start writing and whatever you do, don't stop. Yep. As long as the ideas are flowing, keep it going. We'll edit later. We'll make it pretty later. Just keep writing. Mm -hmm. But getting started is hard. Yeah. I've even taught kids to pretend you've already started your story and write as if you're in in the middle and then you can go back and, and work on your beginning later, you know? Um, so we had this, we had this conversation with you Mm -hmm. about doing hooks and fishing. And so Mrs. Prosnuski and I, um, worked out what we were going to do. And she went and looked through, um, she's a vast knowledge of great middle grade literature. So Mm -hmm. she went and pulled books right from our library and flagged great hooks that published authors use many of them. So we had tons and tons. Oh man. She, she went above and beyond. Like Um, it was incredible, like all different genres of books and it was awesome. And so we got those printed out on actual fish shapes, paper, paper fish. We got the hooks written on them. We laminated them. We got them in the inflatable kiddie pool. We worked on fishing poles using our yardsticks. Yeah. And the kids came in and they literally fished for a hook. Mm-hmm. Now, now that I'm saying that, it sounds kind of odd. <laughs> you're fishing for the hook, but they fished for the I hook. Like the irony. They got yes. their fish with the hook <laughs> yes. and then they wrote. Um, what did you think of the kids, the the kids' efforts there? What did you think well, of what I they have wrote? A question. Yeah. Oh. Did you guys ever hesitate thinking, this sounds so elementary? Are these middle schoolers really going to dig paper fishes in a pool? I never think that was sixth grade. Uh, well, that's that's never. what I think is intriguing no. though, because I'm not a middle school background. I, I'm getting a background now, but my initial thought was, oh, this is too elementary, but I have found they actually love it. Yeah. When you do something playful and fun, and I am so visual, visually oriented when I'm teaching that I love having like objects or pictures or, um, and so actually physically like fishing for what they are going to start writing. I just love incorporating that all together. Yes. And I bet they never forget the meaning of what a right. hook is. Right. Yeah. And I was really pleased with the kids' behavior too. Did. You know, yeah. you, you think of uh, n- not only would somebody worry that it's too elementary ish, but somebody might worry you're giving middle schoolers a yardstick, a possible <laughs> weapon. No, yeah. they were great. They really worked hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what um, I thought was exciting, because I don't um, think that all the time the kids think about different genres. Um, and there was such, she did such an amazing job with like making so many different options for the kids that they, because typically, I mean, when you like a certain type of book, like I do, you just Guilty. always kind of, yep. you get into, I don't want to say a rut. Cause I typically love our comfort zone that. of reading, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. So 
um, this kind of got the kids a little outside of their comfort zone. Um, and so some of them, you know, fished quote unquote for different genres that they wouldn't ordinarily choose. Um, and I think it kind of surprised some of them. And it was nice to reinforce from a library perspective too, because we color code our books in yes. the library according to genre. Yep. So we had matching colors for the genre of yes. hook yeah. as well. Which so kids brilliant. who are used to reading, who are interested in thrillers, they knew they were going for a red fish mm-hmm. because those are the red books. Yep. So it was also cool to talk about how, you know, once all of the thriller fish were gone, if there were still kids who were going to the fish pond and looking for a hook, but there were no thrillers left, how they could maybe turn a hook from another genre into a thriller or into the genre that they liked. That was fun too. Yeah. So Ms. Parrott, having been a couple of weeks past this, have you noticed, or even Ms. Cooper, have you noticed students checking out books outside of their comfort zone, so to speak? Did it spark an interest for anyone to read the book from their hook? Does that? We did. We had a lot of students who um, who wanted to know where that book was in the library and could I check it out because nice. it was a yep. great beginning to a story. And I think some of them, I think I, you can correct me if I'm wrong or don't, but <laughs> um, there was, uh, I think there was actually a waiting list for a couple of the books because, yep. um, because we did this with all of the classes. So the kids couldn't check out the book didn't check out the book right away after their class. So we waited until after all the classes had gone and done the exercise. Um, and so a few of the kids who had chosen the same hook from all the different class periods, I think, you know, wanted to, put, then yeah, the book. Wanted to I love that. Yeah, me too. I love that. So when all was said and done, Ms. Cooper, how, how did the students do with the actual writing activity that went with this? I have to say that writing stamina is fairly low usually. Um, however, in this case for this assignment, they couldn't stop, nice. which was awesome. Like they just took it and ran with it. Um, and they, they had asked back for their original paper, um, multiple times to keep, um, adding on to their story. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. They were like that. Yeah. They were, I was really impressed. So maybe just the actual physical object of fishing for the hook, right. Was just something that broke down the barrier. It just was like, got the ball rolling. They were able to start writing. And I feel like once you get them to start writing, they usually can continue. It's that problem of getting started sometimes. Yeah. So many go into writing thinking that they hate it and then are kind of shocked when they realize they don't. Or I found that a lot of students think it has to be perfect right from the jump, you know, and I'm like, no, no, no. Nope. (laughs) We have actually a couple of students who have agreed to share with us what they did in this activity. So we're going to hear from them now. Fantastic. All right, everybody. I'm here with our guest, Matt, who is a sixth grader here at the Nooksville school who was in Mrs. Cooper's writing class. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome to hear. What did you think of the assignment with Ms. Cooper and Ms. Parrott? Um, so originally I thought of it like, you know, just something random and just writing. But then when I picked something, it was horror. And I wrote I read it and I was like, that'd be a cool idea. I have a cool idea. So So you were excited then? Yes. Oh, nice. And I we were teasing Ms. Cooper earlier and talking about, you know, was fishing for your hook, you know, something like elementary, like, but it really wasn't, was it? No, not really. Even you big, awesome middle schoolers still like to do that kind of silly stuff to get you entertained a little bit, right? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right, Matt. Well, would you mind sharing the writing that you ended up coming up with, with the rest of us? Yeah, sure. I'd like to, um, 
Mr. and Mrs. That stood in a motel room in Garenford, Vermont, staring at the air conditioner. They were waiting for a call from the police after they heard a thump coming from outside, but it was not just any little thump. It was a big thump of a noise. They still looked around, and then all of a sudden, they could see a shadow, in the, a monster shadow in the distance coming from outside. They could both hear a growling, terrorizing voice. Then the lights went out and started blinking like crazy. Screams of terror coming from outside and even extremely loud bangs coming from the door. The monster broke into the room. The couple were both extremely terrified. The creature was green, shaped like those ghosts from Pac-Man, but the eyes were pure red. The monster was huge. Then the monster's eyes became fully black. Then it all, then it let out a yell from the couple. The end. Nice. Well done. Well, Matt, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, You guys love all these like crime scene stories, don't you? Yeah, it's really cool. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Awesome job. Thanks, Matt. Bye. So we're here with June, a sixth grader from Miss Cooper's class. Welcome, June. Hi. Do you remember doing this activity a few months ago in Miss Cooper's room? Yeah. What'd you think of it? It was fun. But you said you were absent on that day, so you had to pick your hook later on, right? Yeah. Well, it must have worked because you ended up with this fabulous story. Yeah. Would you mind sharing and reading your story to all of us so we can hear how amazing you did? Sure. Take it away, June. Okay. There's a hand held by a knife. I panicked and turned the corner. It was dark and scary. With With the little alleyway light I had, I saw the body. I froze as I heard footsteps getting closer. I dove straight into a pile of old clothes in a dumpster. I put on a black hat and a hoodie. As I saw the shadow figure walking, I watched the black figure slowly walking past me. When he was gone, I ran for it. It was too late, it said in bloody lettering. We were too late, I said as I handed the diary back to the detective. She never let me read it, and now I know it. It was because she didn't want me to know It would be over soon. She almost solved her best friend's murder, and now I have to solve hers and her best friend's murder. Who who is this mass murderer, and why did they kill these people? I looked at the suspect list, and I saw it. Her and her cousin always had drama, and he never liked her best friend Liliana. He asked her out, and when she denied him, he got mad and harassed her for months. We got his name from a friend and tracked him down. His name gave me chills. I only have seen pictures of him and heard about him. Clinton. I always knew he was strange. My friend Sienna and her best friend Liliana were murdered with the same murder weapon doing the same thing. They both were stabbed when they thought the murderer was gone, but he was right behind them and stabbed them both in the back. We brought him back for investigation and he said that he was at home goods trying to buy everything. His alibi checked out. Dang it, so it can't be Clinton. I swear, this case is gonna run cold. They investigated, investigated a few more people and checked out cameras and DNA. And all of it was either a checked out alibi or false. Who could it be to be continued? Well, thank you, June. That was just lovely. And I, you know, I think the true crime and 
all the podcasts and crime junkie stories are taking over right now. Do you enjoy listening and reading those on your own time or was this a new adventure for you? I like watching TV shows about it, like Castle or Bones. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing your amazing writing with us. All right. So Mrs. Cooper, what did you think of June and Matthew sharing their stories? Amazing, as I knew they would be. Very cool. Thanks to June and Matthew. That was really nice to have some student work. And it takes a lot of courage for these middle school students Mm -hmm. to be willing to share what they do. But, you know, I always say be loud and proud of what you do. 100%. Nice to hear from them. Yes, it is. Any final thoughts? No, I'm thrilled that you guys asked me here today. Thanks. Well, thank you for coming. And I'm going to ask a final question to both of you. Would you do this activity again? Oh, I definitely would. If Miss Cooper will bring us the kids where we Um, can do this again. Actually, yes. We have um we have a seventh grade creative writing class as well. Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Vaughn talked to Mrs. Cooper. And based on the success of Mrs. Cooper's students doing it in sixth grade, we were able to repeat it with the seventh graders Mm -hmm. and it went just as well. So we're looking forward to learning is contagious. Doing it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, that's, that's our theme this year, right? Amplifying excellence. So we took, we took that one thing that started between you and Ms. Cooper and, you know, it, it catches on with the students talking, with the teachers talking, and you guys cranked it up to another level. Oh, yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me.